Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. To those who visit Mickey D's for their favorite breakfast item and then go somewhere else for coffee, give this Mickey D's brew a second chance. The glow up was real. Try any size iced coffee brewed with 100% Arabica beans for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with a savory sausage McMuffin with egg for $2.79. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Let's join Bishop Kevin J. Foreman. Hallelujah. Look at somebody next to you and say, I got a praise in my spirit. I, I got a prep. Man, I done had too rough of a week. Been through too much hell. Been through. I, who am I talking to? I've I, I been through too much to sit and try to look cute for you. I've been through too much. Hallelujah. Well, are you ready for the word this morning? Hallelujah. We want to welcome those watching, of course, live at all of our campuses. We are not in a series today. I will introduce the next weekend series we're going to be in uh, next week. But uh, I got something for you. Look at somebody say, he's got something for you. Got something for you. Lift your Bibles out. Let's make our confession of faith together. This is my Bible. It is the living word of God. My mind is renewed and my spirit is prepared to receive the word which produces faith. And faith pleases God. I'm not just a hearer of the word, I'm a doer of the word. This word has given me life. Shout it out. I am. Hallelujah. Remain standing if you would. Flip to Numbers chapter 13. Numbers chapter 13. Numbers chapter 13. Hallelujah. Good to see the early service, folk. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Numbers chapter 13, verse 32. When you have it, say, I have it. If you're still flipping, say, oh, 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 oh excuse me. <laughs> Numbers 13, verse 32, it says, And they gave the children of Israel a what? Bad report of the land which they had spied out, saying, The land through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants, and all the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature. There we saw the giants, the descendants of Anak that came from the giants, and we were like grasshoppers in our own sight. And so we were, or so we became in their sight. Look at somebody say, do you know who you are? Do you, do you know who you are? One more place, one more place. Psalm 98 and 1. Psalm 98 and 1. Hallelujah. Psalm 98 and 1. So, you know the story there, Numbers 13, 12 spies, the leaders 
of the children of Israel. They go out to spy out the land of Israel, and as they go to spy it out and to seek it out, uh, ten of them come back with a bad report. You, you got folk like that around you now that you call friends that every time it's time to do something, they don't have nothing positive to say. They don't have anything good to say. They just got a bad, oh, that ain't going to work. This ain't going to work. That. Uh, some of you know about those bad reports, you, you know. But anybody know that we serve a God that can turn up. Psalm 98.1, it says a psalm. That means it's a song. Say a song. So watch this. The, the psalmist is writing a song about singing a song. It starts out a song. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. For he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have gained him the victory. This is going to be real good for you. Touch your neighbor. Say, neighbor, it's time for a new song in your life. Father, I decrease that you might increase. Speak now to us, your people. God, Taylor, make this word now. Fashion it just as you are the master potter. Fashion it for us that as everybody under the sound of my voice, wherever campus they're at, as they're listening to this word, that it would transform their lives and they would understand it's time out for bad reports. It's time out for old songs. It's time out for bad songs. It's time for a new song. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Somebody shout hallelujah. As you take your seats, high five two or three people and say a new song, a new song, a new song, a new song. Hallelujah. Uh, according to the dictionary, a song refers to, watch this, you, you, you know this, a short musical composition with words. You, you got that. It, it refers to the act of singing. It, it, it refers to a very small sum. But one of the definitions, the one I like about a song, it says a distinctive or characteristic sound. I need you to get this, which means a song is more than just words to music. A song is my specific distinctive sound that I make concerning what's going on in my life. I'm, I'm going to say it again. A, a song is more than just words with music. It is a distinctive or it is a characteristic sound that I make about what's going on in my life. Which means everybody sitting in the place today, there is a certain sound that you emit in your everyday life. And God says he calls that your song. Tell somebody say that's your song. Now, now watch this. In scripture, the concept of a new song, say a new song. Uh, it comes from the children of Israel repeating the same old song about how their lives were going. You know people like this, that it's always something bad. It's always the same old song and dance. They're, they're never progressing. They're never going forward. They're always talking about yesterday. They, 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 they have nothing going on today, so they have to celebrate the victories of yesterday. But I think there's some people in the house that came to the early service today that said, I'm ready for a new song in my life. I'm tired of repeating the same old, same old. I'm tired of going through the same old cycles and the same old routines. And so now we see the phrase song and dance. Say song and dance. You, you've heard that. You, you've heard somebody talking about that perhaps in a negative fashion. Oh, that person's got the same song and dance. You, you ask somebody to do something that you already know has a bad attitude. And so you say, oh, here's their song and dance. They, they've got the same song and dance. Now, it's an idiom, which means it's a figure of speech. It, 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 watch this. It means an elaborate story or effort to explain and justify something and to mislead someone. Okay, let me take another further. It, it, it means that they make an unnecessary fuss about something unimportant. You, you know people that have song and dance that it, 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 if, if they chip a fingernail, it, the sky is falling. 
You're not hearing what I'm saying. But the third definition is the one I want to get to of song and dance, the idiom. It means the same old routine. See, the children of Israel had been so used to singing the song of slaves for 430 years that the opportunity, when the opportunity came for them to be greater than slaves, they didn't know how to handle it. See, a blessing that you cannot handle isn't a blessing, it's a curse. And so what happens is God says, I'm trying to find out if I can trust you with what I've prepared for you. And the way I make my determination is by the song that's coming out of your mouth. I wish you'd touch somebody and say, it's a new song, a new song, a new song. Every time they could have advanced, the children of Israel retreated. They had the same old song. They sang the song of slaves. They sang the song of victims. Woe is me. Oh, how bad is my life? Nobody's had it like me. Oh, if you knew where I grew up and you knew how I grew up. I grew up, I didn't have no peanut butter. And then they try to outdo your story. When I grew up, we didn't have no peanuts. They try to outdo one another's negative and bad songs. I, I, I wish you'd touch somebody and say, it's time for a new song. It's time for a new song. No, 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 no. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Uh, uh, songs are formed based on past experiences, mostly negative ones. So think of the music or, or that stuff we got today on the radio they call music because that's computer programming. You don't need a degree in music. You need a degree in computer programming, and you can be a music producer. But watch this. Songs are formed based on past experiences, mostly negative ones. Think about some of the music you listen to. Now, I know you're saved and you only listen to Christian music, but that neighbor of yours has some. So, so think about the songs we listen to. Garth Brooks says, don't break my heart. <laughs> she likes that song. I mean. My achy, breaky heart. Now, wait a minute. You're putting in the atmosphere that your heart is prone to being broken. You're putting in the atmosphere that is achy and is breaky. So don't get mad at her when she comes into your life and ache it, aches it, and breaks it. Uh, are you getting what I'm saying? We, we sing songs like this. We, we, we sing songs like, 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 nobody's supposed to be here. How, how did you get here? Well, now, do you want a man or not? Do you want to be in love or not? What, what do you want? We, we sing songs like, I should have cheated. No, you should have been faithful. And you do your part regardless of what the other person's done. I'm just trying to ask questions about why some of the songs we sing. Think about it. 90% of the songs we sing is, is people talking about negative experiences they've had in their past. My wife left me. My kids left. My dog got shot. My frog quit leaping. And God is saying, when are you going to have a new song? Because everybody's got some bad song they can sing. And have you ever noticed that the bad songs are the songs that always stick in your mind? I remember years ago, they, they, this song came out, song came out, song came out, uh, uh, Baby Don't Hurt Me. Y'all don't remember it? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. What is love? I hated that song. I still do. But you know what was funny about it? As much as I did not like that song, I found myself sitting up in the middle of the day 
Baby, don't hurt me. I'm trying to figure out who I'm talking to. Answering the phone, what is love? Somebody say it's time for a new song. It's always the bad song that plays over and over and over again, and you get it stuck in your mind. So if you're going to sing a new song and have a new song coming out of your life, it's going to take more than just one church service. It's going to take a deliberate attempt that every time the old song comes up, I make a decision that that's not what I'm going to focus on. I got a lot of reasons to be stressed out, a lot of reasons to be worried, a lot of reasons to be concerned, but I choose a new song. I wish there were some believers in the house today. It's always easy to remember the bad song. It's always remember to to think of the the song you hate. Uh, In scripture, God never says, sing unto me an old song. You know why? Because he's always moving forward. God, God, God says, watch this, what's an old song, Bishop? An old song is the same old excuses for why things aren't the way they should be. That's an old song. God never says, sing unto me an old song. He never says that because he's always moving forward in your life. God is always about advancing. He, he, he's not concerned with going back to yesterday except to help you learn the lessons of yesterday. But he's not concerned with you going back to the pain of yesterday. Because when you go back to the pain of yesterday, you're going to sing the songs of yesterday. Here it is 10, 15 years later. You're still singing, waiting to exhale. Baby, breathe. God never says, sing unto me the same song. Because God is always doing new and a better thing in your life. God is the God of the upgrade. He's always going from glory to glory, from faith to faith, from level to level. And God says, you can stay stuck in your mediocrity all you want to, but I don't ask you for the same song. I ask you for a new song. What has he done for you lately? I I know you celebrate the victories back then, but I think there's some people in the house today that say he's been good to me this week. There was a situation I wanted to lose my mind. I wanted to go back to the old me. I wanted Adam to come out of me, but baby, there was a new song in my spirit, and even though I wanted to turn back to the old thing, I had to turn it off. God never says, God never says, sing to me a bad song. Now, joyful noise does not mean a bad song. Just so we're clear. Uh, A bad song speaks poorly of God. It, it, It suggests that God has failed you. When we're walking around talking about, oh, woe is me, oh, how bad is it, oh, the economy, oh, Bush, oh, Obama, oh, Boehner, oh, you know who them people are, you. God says, I don't want to hear a bad song because you're speaking poorly of me. Parents, if your children always come to you complaining about the circumstances of their life, uh, you can act all tough if you want to, but eventually that is going to make you feel like you're doing an inadequate job as a parent. And no parent likes to feel like they're doing an inadequate job. And so imagine now how God feels when you sit up with the same old song. That's a bad song. 
He is the king of kings, the Lord of lords. He, he owns all the cattle on a thousand hills. The gold is his, the silver is his. Everything that he is, was, and is to be is from him. He created it for his glory, for his pleasure. And he says now, Psalm 37, 23, I delight in the wholeness, the prosperity of my servants, of my children. And you're sitting up singing a bad song as if you have a deadbeat dad. Touch your neighbor and say, he don't want a bad song. He don't want a bad song. He don't want a bad song. No, 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 no. So, so the question becomes, Bishop, how then do I change the song? It's not enough to just turn the radio off because it's still going to be in my head. That song, you know, when I was preparing this, that song, Baby Don't Hurt Me, came in my mind. I hate that song. I mean, like, bad. Like, I don't even like it a little bit. Song involves two parts. You ready for this? I'm going to show you how to change your song because when you change your song, you change your life. A song is a reflection of your life. You want to know what's going on in our culture? Look at our songs because our songs are a reflection of our life. That's why music in the 2000s is different from music in the 90s, which is different from music in the 80s, which is different from music in the 70s, which is different from music in the 60s because all of it back in the 60s, 70s, that was actually music. Now, they sing about love. Girl, you know, I, you know, they sang. <laughs> Say it's time for a new song. So, so the first thing a song does, think about this. Every time you listen to a song, it creates an atmosphere. Think about it. You, you listen to certain music, and it just creates an atmosphere around you. You, you could have been happy and listened to, to, to old broke-down blues song. And all of a sudden, you're like, huh? Oh, man. Life is so rough. Why was I born where I was born? Lord, do you hate me? Why, why is my life like this? It creates an atmosphere. So, so, so the first thing I have to do is understand to have a new song. I have to have a new atmosphere. So my question is, and I've asked you this before, are you the thermometer or are you the thermostat? A thermostat sets the atmosphere. A thermometer responds to the atmosphere. God has not called you to respond to the atmosphere. He's called you to set the atmosphere. There, there are certain atmospheres that cause impossibilities to become possible. That is the reason why Jesus did not heal everybody. Bishop, why wouldn't a loving, caring, merciful God heal everybody? He did not heal everybody because for some people their atmosphere was not conducive to the impossible. So, 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 so then we ask the question, well, Bishop, why is this going on in my life? Why is this going on in my life? Why is this going on in my life? My question to you is check your atmosphere because your atmosphere is a direct reflection of what's going on in your life. If you are constantly bombarded by impossibilities, it is because you got an old song. You got a bad song, and it's time for a new song. Now, at the same time, there are atmospheres where impossibilities become possible. There, there are atmospheres where things that people never envisioned and never imagined that could take place when the right atmosphere hits, all of a sudden things change. Have you ever felt like that in your life where you're just in an atmosphere where nothing's working, but something changes, and when something changes, you get in an atmosphere where you feel like anything's possible. Man, I just got a feeling that anything can break off up in here any moment because I'm in a different atmosphere. Somebody should atmosphere so 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 my song sets my atmosphere my song is my atmosphere at the same time there are atmospheres where impossibilities become possible there are atmospheres watch this that impede everything 
you, you ever you ever gone around some people they got some bad news and you try to you crack a joke light in the atmosphere and they're just it's so tough and rough that ooh all right praise the Lord be encouraged I'm leaving <laughs> say atmosphere. atmosphere so 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 I have to be cognizant of my atmosphere I have to set my atmosphere. Which means what I do is rather than uh, talking about all the problems and all the issues, I'm going to set an atmosphere that God is good. This I'm going through is no good. But God is good. Which means my atmosphere is going to reflect my God and not my circumstances. My, my atmosphere is going to reflect the goodness of the God that I serve and not the greatness of the problems that I'm facing. Because if I magnify the Lord, he'll become greater than all my problems. That's why the psalmist says, oh, magnify the Lord with me. Because if I make him bigger than my problems, my atmosphere will shift. And because my atmosphere shift, he moves. But now the second thing, second thing that goes into a song, a song creates and a song is your attitude. You've heard this phrase, your attitude determines your altitude. Simply means you can only go as high as your attitude allows you to go. Hear me and hear me well. Prayer, praise, fasting, talent, gifting, good lucks, physical ability, all that. Great skills do not make up for a bad attitude. I'm going to say it again. Prayer, praise, fasting, talent, gifting, how much of the Bible you know, how much of the Bible you can quote, how much you other people think how deep and how spiritual you are. None of that can make up for a bad attitude. I know people that can quote the Bible like the back of their hand, but their attitude is poor, so their attitude, their altitude is low. Poor attitude low altitude good attitude high altitude are you getting it it's so simple don't make it hard but what's this what kind of attitude am i supposed to have bishop i'm supposed to have the god kind of attitude you, you know god has an attitude but but now attitude doesn't always have to have a negative connotation with it attitude isn't always accompanied by sister girl a brother man We've talked about Sister Girl before. She, 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 she's crazy. You, you do something to Sister Girl, her neck is going to turn every which way. You do something to Brother Man, the Hulk comes out. Now, now, now watch this. Watch, watch, watch this. Watch, watch this. Say, my attitude determines my altitude. Okay, so now watch this. I'm supposed to have the what kind of attitude? The God kind of attitude. Now, now, the question is, Bishop, what kind of attitude does God have? Well, 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 you can't just look at the surface of the Bible to discover the attitude of God. You have to look into the depths of the Scripture. You can't just read the Bible. you got to read the Bible. Bishop, what does that mean? You see God's attitude displayed through what he does. Okay, let me help your neighbor. Your attitude is displayed by what you do. It's not enough to say, God, I want you to use me. And when the opportunity for him to use you comes, you have a poor attitude because now he's going to have to pass you over. Every Passover isn't a good one. Bishop, Bishop, what, what kind of attitude does God have? Uh, look at Genesis. I'll show you what kind of attitude God has. 
God had an opportunity in Genesis. He could have either walked out and cursed the darkness, or he could have done what he did because he had a good attitude. He just turned on the lights. Now, let, me, let me help you understand that because that, that, that's so simple. Your neighbor, I want to make sure they get that. People with bad attitudes are always talking about how dark it is. They walk into a room and they have no solutions. They have nothing but problems. We can't do this. We can't do that. People with bad attitudes suck. You know people with bad attitudes. And you just, when you think of them, you just. We'll suck a little stronger of a word for Sunday. Okay. People with poor attitudes are really meanies. That was where wait till 11 o'clock. Okay, watch this. <laughs> Say God kind of attitude. God could have walked in Genesis and said, look at this. It's dark in here. Look at this. Look at all this crazy that's going on. Look at all this. What, what, what is going on? But he didn't do that because he had a good attitude. He just said, let there be light. The God kind of attitude is, watch this. It's the get her done attitude. I can sit up and talk about the problems. I can sit up and talk about the issues. I can sit up and complain about the policy changes and complain about how things are. I can sit up and complain or I can say to myself, let's just get her done. How to have somebody say, get her done, get her done, get her done. Uh, the God kind of attitude is an attitude. The Marines would love this. It's a ooh kind of attitude. The God kind of attitude says, listen, I'm not going to sit up here and talk about the issues. I'm just going to come up with the solution. Touch somebody say, the God kind of attitude, the God kind of attitude. One more example. Jesus, 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 Jesus. When, he, when he's praying, when he's doing his ministry, Jesus, he, he, he is God, so he has the God kind of attitude. Uh, Jesus never sat there and talked about the problem. Everybody he was getting ready to heal, he never asked them to tell him about their condition. He didn't walk up to blind Bartimaeus and say, hey, what's going on with you, man? What's, what's happening? No, no. He knew the problem. He was just concerned about whether or not the person wanted to see the solution. See, for some of you, the reason things haven't changed in your life is because God knows you ain't ready for the solution. You're still on a baby attitude where you want to sit up and talk about the problem. But are there some people that have matured beyond that in the house to say, I've got the God kind of attitude? What, what's this? Jesus, Jesus, he, he, he says, he says, he says, do you want to be made whole? Not, ooh, you look broken. Ooh, your life's been so rough, hasn't it? Oh, man, nothing's worked for you. He, he didn't look at the woman with the issue of blood and said, ooh, 12 years. My God, girl, you messed up. You tore up. Ha, 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 ooh, who did this to you? You went to see the doctor who? Kevorkian? I mean, what, you, what doctors you been to? Why you look like this? He didn't do that. Jesus just said, daughter, your faith has made you well. Somebody say the God kind of attitude. God, 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 kind of attitude. God says, are you going to set up all day long, cursing in the darkness, walking around, cantankerous, messing up everybody and everything around you because you have a bad attitude. You have a bad attitude because you have a bad song. It's time for a new song. Look at the neighbor and say, I declare to you, today begins a new song in your life.
last part, I want to throw this in, last part. A new song is for new victory. Now, now, now watch this. Uh, one of the greatest enemies, watch this, one of the greatest enemies to your future success is past success. Bishop, what do you mean? Shouldn't, shouldn't that be a motivator? For some it is, but if, you, if you're working on your attitude issue, you're working on a new song, you will always judge the quality of your life now based on the success of your life yesterday. Okay, well, you, you're not here. Which means you'll sit up not talking about what God is doing or what you're planning on seeing him do. You'll sit up and spend all your time talking about how he used to do. You, you can tell people that, that are in, in bad relationships because they're always talking about how good it used to be. You, you, you can tell individuals and you can tell people that are in, in, in tough situations on their job because they're always talking about their last job. They're, they're always talking about their former job. Oh, man, remember when I... Well, those days aren't here. You can tell people that are dissatisfied with the quality of their physical stature because they're always talking about how fine they used to be back in the day. Ooh, I used to be fine. You need a new song. You better get in that mirror, put you some Mac or some Maybelline on. I'm, I'm fine today. Fellas, you upset? They got these body things that'll scrunch you in, make you look like you got a six-pack rather than a cube. Bishop, what are you saying? What I'm saying is don't judge the quality of your life based on yesterday's success. I've got some new victories that I'm planning on seeing in my life. And it may not look like it right now, but i got enough faith. Are there some faith people in there? i got enough faith to know God's doing something for me today, and I know he's going to be good tomorrow. This is the day that the Lord has made, and I shall rejoice and be made glad in it. Somebody shout new song. Standing on your feet, I'm done. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app. Over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator.